Hey IDP Army, Jordan Reigns here with the IDP 411 Podcast. Just want to tell you guys today about our sponsor of the show, ExpandTheBoxScore.com. ExpandTheBoxScore.com has premium NFL and college football stats. They're adaptable, they're affordable, there's all kinds of great stuff on there from the NFL to college football. It's great for people that are in the Devi leagues looking to uh, get that edge over their, their league mates. So go check out ExpandTheBoxScore.com, proud sponsor of the show. And now, without further ado, on to the IDP 411. In a wormhole, probably about to burn. In a white tunnel, are you ever gonna learn? See a land, probably gonna merge. Gonna be dead laying in the dirt. What up? Looks like we got popped in early. Uh, good morning. I'm Jared Graves, my co host Jordan Reigns with the IDP 411. Uh, how Again, we have Steve in the background doing our producing and getting us ready. We've got a lot coming forward. Uh, obviously, we're going to cover the combine. We've got a guest. Uh, yeah. Jordan's buddy. Episode 20, we've got our first guest on here. That should be interesting. Um, I guess I'll just go ahead and lead and say who it is. His name's uh, John Glosser. He uh, writes for Dynasty Nerds. Uh, he put out a pretty good piece on Isaiah Simmons the other day. So we're going to have him on to talk, you know, some combine stuff and Isaiah Simmons in particular with us here towards the end. But uh, it's just going to be me and Jared for the first little bit. Going to go over a little bit of the news and some combine stuff before that. Um, I guess we don't want to bury the lead here, but it kind of broke yesterday during the combine about uh, Joe Schobert is not going to be re-signed by the Browns. That's That's big IDP stuff right there. Huge man. I mean, he was an all pro. <laughs> exactly. All pro I mean, he, and he he wanted ten million dollars. Okay, I That's think that reasonable. is perfectly fine, dude. Yeah, reasonable. I, I don't think he was asking for much at all. <clears throat> That's the Browns, though. I, bro, I'm, keep- I'm surprised. I say get yeah. rid of Kersky and keep all pro <clears throat> Joe. I mean, well, where do we think maybe they know we don't? Who is going to pay Joe? You know, now that's the question. I'm Cincinnati? Less, I'm less concerned about who replaces him, and I'm more concerned about where does this guy end up. Dude, Joe Mixon tweeted him like right after that. Hey, we'd love you to come over here. He does. Know. He doesn't have to leave the state, so he gets to keep his house if he wants to. Yeah. His family can stay Exhibition. close. He's aware of what's going down. He doesn't have to, you know, shake anything up. I, I'm interested in that. I'd be down for that. Dude, Nick Vigil and him next to each other. Give me all that money. Yeah, Jermaine Pratt supposed to be coming up. So. Jermaine Pratt too. Mm-hmm. Um, that. I guess that just means if you're in Dynasty League, you want a deep stash, Sion Taki Taki, or Mac Wilson. We actually are in yeah, a couple. The fact of that you grabbed him was like, Err. yeah. Well, I just, I mean, you know, it's reactionary. It we'll see how it goes down. I mean, he might be cut for 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 too long for my team. So, um, I think I have Mac Wilson. You have Taki Taki. So, yeah. Other big news, uh, Kansas City Chiefs defensive tackle Chris Jones, they said they're going to franchise tag him, right? So they got him for at least this year. Uh, He's going to get a good bit of money, but they couldn't get a long-term deal situated with him. So I think they figured out, though. I mean, he's too much of a – of a must grab yeah, them, I think so. that it's just kind of putting a band-aid on it and just they're making sure they want to do it right, especially if he's going to be the impact player that he already has been for them. They're going to want to figure that out. Um, so he had a good year this last year. I mean, for missing a couple of games and whatnot, he still had a really great season. Uh, he had the, a monster season the year before. 
Uh, but he can do it all. You know, I was listening to some, some or seeing some people talk about Chris Jones and, you know, he's kind of a do it all defensive tackle. I mean, he's not scared to go up and bat balls down. He can rush the passer. He can stop the run. Um, you know, he's not just a this or that guy. So Jesus, there's so many know. like there's so many big free agents. Again, we, we talked about this. We'll do a free agent show because but like you said, I think a lot of it opens up come Monday. Um, oh, I think yeah. we really see what's going on. Uh, I mean, the free agency market doesn't hit till mid-March, right? So can't yeah. really sign anybody. <clears throat> but Yannick has something, right? Yeah, I saw Yannick's been tweeting. He's kind of the big, one of the, probably the biggest, in my opinion, free agent pass rusher. I mean, Everson Griffin's on the market. Robert Quinn's on the market. Clowney's on the market. But Yannick is that like the young guy. Barrett? Barrett's on the market. But I think they're going to keep Sue? him. He's not young. But Yannick has been tweeting cryptically, or not crypt, less cryptically. Um, he said he's got to tell us the world something Monday. So we're recording this on uh, Sunday, three twenty or March first, guys. Uh, so you'll probably hear this tomorrow on March second. But uh, as of right now, we don't know where Yannick's going to go. I've had, you know, the Bills have been kind of my hopeful spot for a while, but I've heard. I think get Phillips up. Yeah, they don't let him walk. I think Shaq Lawson's on the free agency market too. So if they sign Yannick, I mean, there's a pretty good chance that they don't bring him back. So, but yeah. I mean, that's kind of my ideal spot for Yannick. Where I mean, I could see him on Miami too. I mean, they could use a pass rusher. The Dolphins. I mean, if they're going to get Tua, they might as well get you know get this defense built up a little bit too, and just play that game. Yeah, I've been saying it's. I I think it's Dallas. Yeah. I don't think they can. Robert Lawrence getting older. They've paid Jalen Smith. They're giving Dak whatever they're doing with the Dak situation. He's going to get a bunch of money this year, either long term, short term, whatever. Um, they just gave Demarcus Lawrence about a lot, too much. That was two years ago, though. Yeah, but he's still on the books. You know what I mean? Tell me this. Okay, he's tradable. Yeah, well, I'm about that. Who would you rather have, Yannick or Demarcus Lawrence? I would rather have Yannick. Yannick. I would like to have both of them, or both of them, or get rid of Yannick and keep Robert Quinn, or not Yannick. Here's here's what I'm doing, and I'm gonna do this all day. Buy Demarcus Lawrence. I'm gonna. Sorry, we're gonna sell you. Have a good day. I'm gonna bring Yannick and the Dom Kinsuin. Because every time Dom Kinsu does something, his opposite blows up. True. So that's what I'm doing. It, yeah, I think I keep bringing Dallas up for a lot of different reasons, but I think it's because they've been such a main focus. You know, when I was younger, it's not that I was a massive fan or anything. They're uh, just not afraid to make a splash, kind of like the Rams, and so. That's a, that would be a splash. They just have a lot of positions I feel like that they can move in on, and I think that's one of them. Uh, who knows what San Francisco does? Uh, I don't think they get crazy, but I'm hearing, you know, obviously Eric Armstead, they're trying to let him go. I don't know why you would keep uh, what's-his-face that got hurt last year, Quan Alexander, when you got Drake uh, Greenlaw sitting in the wing. Mm-hmm. And you, you got to pay one, you don't got to pay another. 
yeah, I don't know what the contract situation is there, but they've probably put themselves in a situation where they have to keep him, unfortunately. But whatever. You can never have too many linebackers, especially good ones. So I guess we should uh, roll into some of this combine coverage here. Um, Last night or yes, yeah, last night in primetime, we got to watch the linebackers and the defensive linemen and the edge guys all, you know, run their 40s. You know, we got to hear their bench press reps and all that stuff. Uh, and there were some guys that really kind of put themselves. You know, we got 10 out. guys here that mm-hmm. we're going to talk about. We had our, did our top 20. I think what we should do here is go from worst to first. And obviously, first is Simmons. We'll close the show out with him because we'll talk about him forever. All right. I'm going to stick with this. He's a mutant. We called him the Wolverine weeks ago. We're staying with it. That dude is a full-on mutant. Mm-hmm. But, but I'm gonna let's go with a guy that I think that you know, and I'm gonna get right to this. So I'm sorry, man. AJ did not have a very good combine. Yeah, AJ up and okay, forty dash five four bench bench press seventeen reps. Well, come on, dude. Are you a wide receiver? Your his vertical is okay. I'm okay with the thirty two. He's a tall dude anyway. So. 32-inch vertical with being as tall as he is. A 115 broad jump. His three-cone was slow. His 20-yard shuttle, 4-4-6. Now, he did his first – his 10-yard in his 40 was, I don't know, like 1.7, which isn't crazy fast, but I don't need him to go 30 yards, 40 yards. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just I mean, need him to play. Yeah. He definitely, those numbers, I mean, he's put on tape that he's an elite, you know, pass rusher, obviously. <clears throat> but you you did expect more. I mean, I think everyone did um, from the broad jump to the bench press, especially for a guy that's, you know, a power guy. I expected more out of the bench. He's got long so arms. So my thing with the bench press, and I will continue to say this, if you got a huge wingspan. It's not dude, fair. you're doing 20-something reps is a lot of reps because mm. those short stocky dudes, boom, boom, they can pop them out, right? I have long arms, so I understand having long arms and doing the bench press. Yeah, it's a lot more distance. But 17, bro, I'm I'm disappointed, especially yeah. when I'm watching guys like Kenneth Murray do 20, 20-plus, <clears throat> you know. Yeah. I'm seeing people up in that Might have fallen out of yeah, five second forty is definitely not great. Uh, you know, that's not super explosive. I mean, that's the bottom line. I mean, we had guys that were D tackles that were crushing that number. Um, you know, I definitely wanted more there. Um, you know, the tape is still good, but I'm seeing people say that he could potentially have fallen out of the first round and maybe into the late second with this combine showing. People like, oh, don't be overreactionary to the combine. But in my mind, that's I mean, that's what it is. It's the last best chance to make an evaluation. So if you aren't willing to change your previous evaluation, why are you even watching it? You know? Yeah, we talked about that with Orlando Brown. He was the first round draft pick, had a bad combine, dropped to the third round. And but thing is, is look at his tape. He's been phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Right. He hasn't allowed a sack in two seasons with the rate. He didn't allow a sack at Oklahoma. Right. So yeah. the combine can hurt you draft wise. It can it can hurt your pay. Yeah. But I always say look at the tape. And Epinesa can ball. So yeah. he's smooth. I think he has a better pro day. I think he I think he reruns that 40 runs in the four eight. Cleans it up a little. So 
Uh, Let's talk about another guy who had a pretty decent day. Um, and Zach Bond here, he's was, you know, the linebacker playing for Wisconsin. He's been an edge rusher, but you know, people have been saying in the NFL, he might move into a more traditional middle linebacker type of role. Uh, I'm not, you know, a talent evaluator. I can't say whether that's good or bad, but his 40 yard dash time was four, six, five. I mean, that was one of the better ones. On the day. Day. Guys. Four, six, five. 24 on the oh. bench rep. That's good. 32 inch vertical. You know, that's, that's acceptable. Broad jump was pretty good. You know, he just, he had a pretty good looking day when I saw him run the 40, he looked good. Um, we saw him at the senior bowl. I mean, he was the guy that a lot, there was a lot of buzz around him. There was a lot of people going out of their way to watch him, to be near him, to speak to him. Um, scouts were, you know, it, I mean, it seemed like the line to talk to him was kind of big. Um, that's not exactly what I wanted to see out of him. And, you know, I wanted to see him run a 4-6. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. And if he ran a 4-6, I was down. Yeah. He looks like he you could. Know, 24 reps. Yeah. Powerful, you know, and he, you know, stayed healthy. He looked good out there to me. Uh, I think he's, you know, people are projecting him to be some, in some spots I've seen him go in the first, some spots I've seen him go in the second. But he doesn't seem I think like he's going to be a second guy. But we'll see. I think I think you only see three or four linebackers go in the first round, especially with the with maybe linebackers are in free agency right now. So yeah. I think it depends, but we'll see. Uh I'm with you. Uh, I'm big on Zach Bonth. I had a good day. So uh let's go with Curtis Weaver next. Yeah, boy. Gotta get through the yep. thirty two inch vertical. Right. He didn't run right, so we talked no. about that. There was a couple of guys. Uh, Three cones, seven seconds, 20 yards. I mean, honestly, he had a very similar thing to AJ. But I, but when we expect – I expected this out of Curtis Weaver. I did not expect that out of AJ Vanessa. So, I'm okay with this. Uh, I'll be honest. I'm okay with Curtis Weaver doing what he did. I still think he's a late first, early second, mid-second guy. So, we'll see what happens with him. Yeah, he's versatile um, too. Uh, you know, he could – Play a little bit of coverage. I saw him in some of the. I think I was watching. I think he was standing out in the coverage drills. It was him or the. Um, oh, what was his name? I don't think we're going to cover him. But there was another guy that I was kind of watching that was doing a little bit better than everybody in the coverage drills. Um, but without my kids, I was kind of missing some things too. Whenever they were needing macaroni and cheese and all that. <laughs> you know kids, are. kids do that. Yeah. Uh, I know a guy that you've been really high on uh, that we're going to get to. Uh, Malik Harrison. Yeah. 40 yard dash run, 4 6, 36 inch vertical, 122 broad jump. That's inches, guys. Uh, 6 8 3, three cone, which is nice. Mm-hmm. And a 4 3 2, 20 yard shuttle. Yeah. Uh, to hit a 4 six, 6 3, 250 pounds. To hit 4 6, he was scooting. He was moving. He was, he was I, moving. He's a guy that I think, so kind of, to me, I want to. You know, if I'm not getting one of these top two or three linebackers, Malik Harrison is going to make it off my team because he could be this, like the sleeper guy of this group, you know, for IDP especially, just, you know, tackle machine. Just boom, boom, boom. He can get behind the line of scrimmage. He can move sideline to sideline. He's fast. I mean, he ran a 4.66. I mean, that's that's not bad. I mean, there was a lot of guys that ran a lot slower than that and that were a lot smaller than him. You wouldn't have expected him to be quite that. We, we were talking about the lead tackler ran a four, six and faster mm-hmm. in the, in the NFL last year. And so I want to see four, six. 
if I can see four or five out of a linebacker, if I'm lucky to see a four four, I mean, we only had three that three or four guys that broke four or five um, were mm-hmm. in the four fives. Yep. But you know, and we'll get to the you know obviously our top three are that way. And I th- I don't think our top three has changed, right? I mean, we expected it, so it'll stay that way. They're still locked in for sure. Um, a guy that I think we're wondering what he's – he had an okay combine, but not a phenomenal combine, would be your boy Bradley Nay. Uh, again, you guys did an interview with him. He's you know, good, solid dude. Mm-hmm. I did not – his 493, I did not see that coming. Yeah, uh, I thought he would be a little bit quicker on that. But – he was also the first guy to lead off at all the drills. Yeah, when you look at his tape, I mean, he had 25 bench reps. That was good to me, especially as, you know, a 6'3", 250 guy. Uh, his broad jump was good. His three-cone was a little bit slow. But when you watched him in the other drills, uh, particularly the um, the one where they were running through, he had one of he was one of the tightest guys around those corners. One of the smoothest dudes, for yes, sure. One hundred percent. And he, the way his hand movement was so fast, it was lightning fast. There was a lot of guys you could see their hands are kind of waving around. I mean, everything Bradley and Nate did was like inside. Like he was almost like a fighter. You know what I mean? Like keeping himself small, like getting in and out of these cuts. And you saw that when he went around the the figure eight. He was so quick around that and looked so good. And then when they did the one drill where they had to go through the bag side to side and then back and forth, his footwork coming through the back and forth, I mean, he was – I thought yeah. he was the fastest. He, did, he didn't fast. touch his feet. His, his legs were perfect in that. No aspect. extra movement at all. I mean, everything he – I mean, it was like – he was like a machine. It was like there was no hesitation, no thought. He just did it. And I, I really liked that, I mean, personally. And that seems like how he plays Again, football too. I mean, he yep. just very – and he even brought that up in our interview. He said, you know, he's like, I'm, you know, he's like, I know my shortcomings. He's like, but I also know that I'm probably the most technically proficient pass rusher in this class. And I was just like, okay, like throw down the gauntlet. And I mean, he looks like, he yeah. And hard. Exactly what he wants to say. I mean, honestly, if, and we've talked about this, I've been an AJ Epinesa fan. Okay. But I'll be dead honest with you after watching, and I've watched a ton of tape lately. Do Bradley Nays number two. Yeah, me. I think okay. I mean, he's, he's definitely had a better combine. AJ right? I mean, he looked really good at the Senior Bowl. I think the Senior Bowl got him paid. I truly believe that. It's kind of like Darius Leonard. Like Darius Leonard got paid because of the Senior Bowl, right? He had like eleven or twelve tackles at the Senior Bowl. Yeah, he did. Just had an average uh, combine. He got Indianapolis. You know, they said, you know, we watched him at the Senior Bowl. He showed out the Senior Bowl. That's why we took him. Bradley Nace showed out the Senior Bowl. He hit three sacks in the game. Mm-hmm. Right? He was blown by people every day in practice. He yeah. got paid in the Senior Bowl. Another guy who got paid in the Senior Bowl right, is a guy we're going to talk about who, without a doubt, our top four and is a freak is Navelle Galmore because that dude, dude. straight balled out. Yeah, he twenty three reps on the rep, and he was a little like a little kind of cockeyed on the on the bench press. Still the twenty three reps, four nine seven three cone, a five second twenty. I don't care about those. Four seven nine, four seven nine forty, bro. That is three hundred plus. By the way, yeah. Let's not talk three hundred pound boy. I mean, he had he was beating out linebackers. Some of these linebackers that were running. I mean, he beat Essa by a bit. So. He's explosive. 
I, I just it just shows you, and, I, and we've said this before in in a previous show where they were using Naval Gallimore his first three to four years not correct, you know, and then who knows he he could be an edge guy. Yeah, his three cone, his agility stuff was not <clears throat> was not great. Um, but I mean, again, maybe he just tests poorly there because I mean, you put on the tape, he he looks very agile, um, and he's he's fast and he's good with his hands. So he's a freak. Dude. Yeah, he's one of the best prospects in this class. I think he's gonna uh, definitely be in the in the realm of that first round pick area. Or not? He's from Canada. I'm gonna have to figure out a name for him. Maybe Mountie. I don't. I don't know. I saw him called uh, Canadian Bacon on. Somebody called him Canadian Bacon. Canadian Bacon. I like that. That's all right. All right, we gotta get through a couple more of these guys. Let's hit up uh, Derek Brown. uh, Four yard dash over five. You know, not super great, but the bench press was good. He did not have a good combine. Yeah, vertical jump, 23, broad jump, 108, three cone. I mean, that's, that's not great, but he still seems he's 330, to be, though. <clears throat> yeah, he's a big boy. He's 6'5", too, so it's a little hard to be agile when you're swinging around that kind of that kind of length with your arms and your legs and your torso and stuff. So I would like to see him to get to, like, 308. Still seems Personally. to be the consensus uh, overall DT1. I don't know. Navel might have – Navel Gallimore might have moved past that. It's going to be interesting. I, I, and I'm with you. Derek Brown's been a beast, right? Uh, he had he has really good tape. And I think Gallimore's tape, when you actually see him this last year, he had like 28 – Quarterback hurries from the defensive tackle position. That's ridiculous. So I'm I think Navelle Galmore definitely moved in the first round no matter what. If he wasn't already in your first round, uh he was in my first round. Yeah. He Agreed. definitely has moved in there. I think uh, he could stay there. Agreed. Uh we got a couple a couple more of these guys we need to cover. You want to do Patrick Queen next? Yeah, I think Patrick Quinn is the guy we got to talk about next. Yeah, um, a flat out four five forty, which I think even I was a little surprised, but I knew that him and Murray were going to be pretty close to each other. Eighteen reps on the bench was a little shocking to me because he's so he comes downhill, which we'll show that in the four five flat forty. Uh, the vertical thirty five inches broad jump, he had a good broad jump one twenty five inches. So uh, if you guys don't know, it's like. I don't know, 10, 8 or something like that. So Yeah, that's big. Yeah. Um, big move. Uh, we got John Glosser coming in here soon. So Yeah, guys, we're going to finish up with one. We're going to talk Kenneth Murray real quick, too, and then we'll hop into Isaiah Simmons with uh, John Glosser from Dynasty Nerds. Um, Simmons, 4-5-2, or not Simmons, Murray, 4-5-2, 40-yard dash, 21 bench. He looked. I mean, he looked like a big boy out there on the field. Um, Bro, he's 6'2", 240. He's 20 pounds. He's almost 20 pounds more than Patrick Queen. He ran almost the same 40. Yeah, 129 broad jump, 38-inch vertical. Um, Unfortunately, he and Queen both appeared to tweak their hamstrings or pull, tweak. I don't know. We haven't gotten an official report yet on their second run at the 40. Um, and they were both running ahead of Isaiah Simmons, and he opted out of his uh, second 40 after watching both of these other potential first-round picks injure themselves. So they were the only injuries I saw at the Combine, and it sucks that they were both you know, IDP guys, essentially, dudes that we 
you know, we as the IDP Army, the reps, you know, we want. So. Well, they had the one guy who hit his arm on the. Yeah, um, yeah. The vertical jump. Another linebacker though, or DL guy. I was like, why is this not? This stuff's not yeah, happening. He had a, he, he had a good, people. Yeah, he was having a good combine. So I mean, that's, that sucks. All right, guys, so, we're going to try to bring in uh, John Glosser now to talk with us about his article he wrote on Dynasty Nerds. I don't know if he's got a camera or not. I guess I'm just going to try it. Adam, we might just get the uh, the voiceover. So, John, are you with us, man? Hmm. John, are you here? Maybe his mic. Maybe reach out to him see if he's there. Yeah. Well, I mean, we can go ahead and – start talking about uh simmons i guess he he pretty much blew up the combine i think everybody wants everybody wants to know right simmons the wolverine he's a mutant bro like a four three nine four he might have just just let's just put this dude on because this is ridiculous four three nine forty a 39 inch vertical i i think this is wrong i thought he would jump to 41 i'm gonna have to have steve check this for me i I might have messed up here, but I think he jumped a 41-inch vertical. I'm almost positive. Broad jump, ridiculous number. Let's bring our guys see if he can hop in here. Uh, John, are you with us right now? Yeah, hey, how's it going? Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you now. Yes. Uh, again, we got John. All right, with some technical difficulties with my man, John. Yeah, uh, John. John Gloucester, senior writer, Dynasty Garrett. Going to talk with us about Isaiah Simmons, guys, who we just started talking about. Uh, John, what did you think about that uh, that 40-yard dash last night? Uh, I mean, that guy's uh, – he's a, a mutant, like a robot. <laughs> that was uh, – it was nice to see. Uh, I think it w- he had a little back and forth with uh, Travis Etienne uh, on Twitter about how uh, he's never beat him in a 60-yard race, but he is fast. But to, to just show that speed – um, and I, I heard a little bit before I was with you. I'm, I'm really glad he didn't run a second 40. There was really no need to. Oh, yeah. He bet. Yeah. There was, like you said, there was no need to. And when his biggest competition goes out in front of him, I mean, stop, you know, call it a day. That was incredible, though. Four, three, nine. I've read somewhere that that was the third or fourth fastest uh, 40 yard dash by a linebacker any of all time in the combine. Um, yeah, I think. I think Shaquem Griffin's four three eight was uh, the fast. That was the fastest since yep. that. I think it was a couple years ago. And I think Bobby Wagner I saw ran also like a four three nine or something similar to that. So that's what's up. Um, you know Simmons though. When you looked at him yesterday, he just when he was lined up about to run, you can see the safety in him. I mean, you can see the tall, like the lankiness, the ranginess. I was honestly, when I was saw him lining up, I was like, he's not. I didn't think he would run that fast. Just, just looking at him. Um, you know, what, what were you guys' thoughts? Like, what, like physically watching him in the combine. That uh, that straight line, straight line speed is another. Uh, it's just on another level. I think when I when I broke it down in the the game records article I wrote about him. It's just uh, it's very, very rare that you see an athlete like that can line up as linebacker and safety and kind of look flawless. I mean, I think he has a little more holes as a, a true linebacker than he does as a deep safety. But, um, yeah, he just looks so fluid on the back end, I think, a little bit more than, you know, down towards the line of scrimmage. But, I mean, make no mistake about it, he, he causes a lot of problems at the line of scrimmage as well. <clears throat> 
Yeah, definitely agree. You want to tell us a little bit about your article? What what made you want to write about Simmons? Um, it's you know when you, I was kind of like a little inspired by the uh, you know the the Peyton's place that I watched with JJ Watt and uh, Peyton Manning. It's on ESPN Plus for anyone who hasn't seen it. But um, so rare in this game that you get a. a linebacker a second level guy that can just cause such havoc i mean derwin james was one um but derwin i think uh he had a lot of a lot of lazy tendencies in, in college where isaiah simmons just his story and how just immensely talented he is and to move multiple positions um i think tyron matthew and, and buda baker are two in the game right now that move around so much you know in their defensive schemes, but Simmons to do it on it for a program like Clemson, who's been in multiple national championship games and, you know, to win the Blitnikoff after moving the linebacker, you know, he had, he had to move to, you know, deep safety or, you know, in the secondary for all the, um, all the underclassmen that ended up leaving after they won the first national championship. So, He's just, I mean, like when, and when you, he's one of those rare guys that you, you knew he was going to test well when you watch him play. But then when you turn on the tape, like everything that you think of how good he is, it just, you know, it, it just shows itself when you watch him on, on film. Yeah. He really, he is the, the full package for sure. Uh, Jared's, Jared watches a lot more college football than me. So he probably can agree with you as to, you know, the difference maker that he was for Clemson, you know, especially during a couple of those runs. I mean, like I said, I, he's my number one. I've, I've said this from the get-go. He's my number one player. Uh, I said this three weeks ago during another show. I expect him to be exactly what he did. I, I, I mean, I expected a low 4-4, even a possibly 4-3-40 out of him. Um, I think he's the best athlete in the draft. I said this, you know, I know that a lot of people say Chase Young's the number one. Honestly, if I'm picking today, I'm not even talking about who I'm picking. Uh, it is one person and one person only. And as I said, talking, you're talking it's going to be one where he goes. Because for me, I think that that is another uh, yeah. for IDP. Uh, I'm talking you know, both. Well, I'm not. I'm not a draft expert, so I'm not going to argue the merits of who should be taken first in real life. But for IDP, I'm trying to figure out what's going on with John's mic. Sounds like he's sipping or chewing on something. Yeah, no, so. now. But um, All right, that's better. What do you think, John? Do you think uh, Chase Young should be the first taken IDP, or do you think it should be Isaiah Simmons? It's uh. I don't know, like linebacker has just always been king for so long, but uh, 4-3 DNs are, are really, really hard to come by. Obviously, you know, for most of us that play in the more hardcore IDP, you, you know, I noticed over the years when you, you had Cleo Mack as like a 4-3 DN, it was, you know, like gold and then Chandler Jones. And then when those guys go to 3-4 rush linebacker, you, you feel like your heart's broken. <laughs> so uh, I think like for Chase Young, you know, assuming that, you know, Ron Rivera goes, you know, keeps a 4-3 with that defensive line that they have there. I mean, if you have that guy as a 4-3 D end, it's really hard to pass on him, especially when you watch, you know, when you watch Chase Young play, there's um, very few game people who can destroy a game like him. Um, Isaiah Simmons, though, is, 
is that like that chess piece you know it was i thought it was awesome yesterday too or when they asked him at the combine you know what position he plays and he just responds with defense so um he's a rare breed that i think can fix multiple levels of your defense so fast so in that regard i really don't disagree that if you take simmons over chase young it's just uh, a lot of the draft pundits would probably it's just have like heads for saying that it's just like he just feels like he can't miss because if he misses in one spot and one scheme, it doesn't matter because he's not leaving the field. He's going to go do something better than somebody else at another spot. You know what I mean? And for IDP, that's the thing. Like I was sitting laying around last night just thinking about it. Like he's never going to come off the field. Like he'll literally like he'll play every snap next season probably. Um, and he'll probably rush the passer. He'll probably play in coverage. He'll probably play middle linebacker. And just knowing that he offers you a variety of ways to score in IDP, that's the thing that I like most. That's why I like I love Jamal Adams. I love Tyron Matthew. Tyron Matthew is not going to get me 100 tackles, but Tyron Matthew is going to get me 70 tackles and then a bunch of other stuff. You know what I mean? And it's going to make up for that, you know, your just traditional strong safety like, I don't know, um, like a Sean Williams, who's not going to get me much except like maybe 100 tackles. You know what I mean? Or Antoine Buffet. So – Isaiah Simmons, to me, he, he represents such a solid floor and so much upside. I mean, what if he has four picks and four sacks? That's not out of the question for him as a rookie. You know what I mean? And has 100 tackles. I mean, Chase Young, whatever Chase Young does, I bet it won't. You know, I don't know if it can look like that. Um, yeah, I'm with you. Uh, but here's my question. Somebody brought it up, like, did, where does he go? Uh, where does he get drafted? Now, I'm going to throw this out for you, and we've been talking about this. Is Oh, you know, Chase Young's the guy, this and that. Who's the one player that we compared him to? Tyron Matthew. Luke Keekley, right? Well, no. Compared him to Luke Keekley. What, what Do we talk about a pure athlete? A, he's he's three times the size Tyron Matthew is. Yeah. Right? He He's – but a player that can roam and cover and everything. Right? Luke Keekley can cover. He can come downhill. Okay, who's the one coach that that coached Luke Keekley over the last couple of years? Ron Rivera. The Redskins have the number two pick. Okay, I got to see one guy. I didn't get to see another guy. Right, one guy's a freak. I don't know exactly what I'm getting with Chase Young. They already have a pretty good offense defensive line. We've already talked about this. This is true. They, they do not have phenomenal linebackers. No, they do not. How is not how is Isaiah Simmons not a right on Ron Rivera's radar right now? I mean, he has got to be right in the middle of his head right now. Like, okay, this guy looks like Luke Keekley. He's faster than Luke Keekley. He can go anywhere I want to put him. He is a perfect mold to play linebacker with the Washington Redskins. And I'm almost willing to bet on it at this point. So John. What do you think about him going to the Washington Redskins, changing everything? Let's just pop it up right now. Yeah, I mean, dude, those are great points, especially with, you know, Luke Keekley being able to run around Rivera defense for so many years now and do it consistently and put up great IDP numbers. Uh, that defensive line, they've just like, I mean, I think that's what most draft, you know, the draft people community have had. Um, 
you know, Washington investing another pick into the defensive line because when it comes down to paying all these guys, you're not going to be able to keep them all. But, you know, a guy like Chase Young, when you look at, you know, kind of the generational talent tag being, you know, attached to him and everything, is that's not a guy you're going to be able to let go. Think of how high the cap number for a defensive lineman, a stud defensive lineman, will be at that time. But, I mean, if you're looking to compete right away, which – I mean, I don't know that Washington really is, but if you are, Simmons is is the guy because you already have a stud up front, and, I mean, he will be able to just rack up tackles like crazy. Um, it is crazy how just right after the combine it was, you know, pre-combine just all Chase Young, Chase Young, and now it's like, you know, I've, I, I know a lot of people like hot takes, but a lot of people are talking, you know, uh, Isaiah Simmons should be, you know, top pick overall or top two overall I never doubted he was a top 10 talent but I mean that combine is just kind of so awesome to see him really getting the recognition he deserves yeah well, like you said Derwin James dropped and you know he was still a top 10 guy uh but Derwin James was the freak right I mean he was the big guy he, but we're talking about a guy who we know can play the linebacker position right I knew that you know Derwin James was going to play safety. That's where he was best known at. I think Isaiah Simmons is good at, you know, mid to outside linebacker, let him rove. Ron Rivera, the Ron Rivera moving to Washington is, is the difference for me. If he would have stayed at Carolina, I think he goes to Carolina. We brought this up. I thought he was going to Carolina. But after doing a lot of thinking about this the last couple of days, I really believe that could be a high possibility for the, for him. And they got the number one two pick. I I've got a guy who's willing to show his talent at the combine, and I got a guy who's just sitting back, not showing his talent. I'm sorry, and I know Steve's gonna, you know, is upset about it. He's an Ohio State fan. I'm taking the guy that looks like a the generation player and yeah. a player that I know that I need it at a need. The linebacker position is a need for Washington. Yeah, with the way you frame it, I mean, I. I can see it, especially when you think that, I mean, they've spent first-round picks the last three years on that defensive line in Deron Payne, Montez Sweat, and Jonathan Allen. And they have Landon Collins in the back. You know what I mean? I mean, what they're missing is this linebacker, and they can go get a guy who could be a total game checker, you know, a game wrecker, like, like John's article says, you know. That's what he is. And you can get a little defensive line play out of him. You can get safety play out of him, and you can get that middle linebacker that knows what's going on out of him. Um, it's a compelling argument. It's it's hard to wrap my head around at first because just, you know, the one and two is just Burrow Young, Burrow Young, which it's been like that for months now. But I remember a time not even a year ago when it was Tua, you know, and somebody else, and, you know, things change, and, you know, like we said earlier, the combine. I think it's been too young for a long time. But. Yeah, it was too young for a long time. But like we said earlier, like things change, and if you're watching the combine with you know with your arms crossed, saying I'm not going to let this affect me, you know what my rankings are, then why are you watching it's, the combine? It's not why affected me. True. Yeah. You've I mean, been who on a did I more. I said Simmons is the is the number one athlete in the in the entire combine. He's the number one athlete in the draft. I've been on this. I'm going to stay on this. And him running a four three nine and a and I'm and I'm pretty sure forty one inch vertical. I'm not positive, but yeah. Uh, and then 
his broad jumps 11 feet. Come on, bro. Like, yeah, he's explosive. He's it's, putting it's compelling. Guys, the IDP Army, y'all out there listening, um, make sure you go over to Dynasty Nerds and check out John's article. Um, he's got a lot of good stuff in there about Isaiah Simmons. He released it a week or two before the combine. So, you know, now the hype's hit. So go go on low, go learn as much as you can, guys. Get in an IDP league so you don't miss out on this next season. Um, but let's uh let's see what John thinks. John, who were some other guys at the combine, you know, for the defensive side that stuck out to you, had you know, good performance. We highlighted Neville Gallimore earlier in the show. And we like Bradley and Nay. He didn't really pop, but he did not pop. Um, what were your observations from yesterday? Uh, I mean, as far as the combine goes, I don't I don't watch it as religiously as I as I used to. It's more about just checking some of the numbers after and reading mm-hmm. a few of the winner losers articles. But um, most of the stuff is I, I've kind of made a point recently to to kind of my take on the combine now is like some of these trainers, personal trainers, especially in these schools have these guys just training for this, like crazy, um, these testing metrics. And obviously some athletes like Simmons can just go in there and, you know, I'm, I'm sure he trained and everything, but he's just a freak athlete. So he can test in, you know, the high 90 percentile for pretty much everything, which he did. But, um, a lot of these guys, I'm more of a film guy relying a lot on film. So, um, I just don't want to see someone come in mo- most like, like a lot of the offensive guys too, is you just don't want to see someone come in and, you know, just put something together where it completely turns you off. I didn't have a, uh, much of that from what I've read and, you know, what I've seen. So, you know, the guys that were, you know, you, you just want to not so much test well, but just not test bad, I guess. Um, as, as far as your IDP, uh, we did the IDP uh, pre pre-combine mock um we're gonna run one on dynasty nerds for the post-combine mock we'll see how how different that is um i I didn't like the hamstring uh injuries obviously on the 40s so um hopefully those are just little minor setbacks and um you know those guys can be healthy come uh you know the draft and that yeah that was scary it was kind of guys that were good after yeah Still not something you like to see. I was, you know, especially out of guys that, you know, your all eyes are on. Um, that's no fun for them. So I was glad that Isaiah Simmons didn't go back out there for his second, like we said earlier. Um, I don't know if you noticed, John. Well, yeah, to show. yeah, yeah, exactly. Epinesa did not test as well as I think most people were hoping. I don't know if you've had a chance to see anything about that. Yeah, I did. I, I was uh, I was reading a little bit on him uh, prior to the combine, and kind of even uh, doing some um, mock draft stuff myself. Is I don't know if he's just if he's going to be this destroyer. I think he's more of a like a slow and steady type of guy that you're looking to. I don't know, maybe eat blockers more than actually you know get the stat numbers that he got at Iowa. So um, I wasn't super super shocked in that regard but he's just the kind of guy when you do turn on fo- the football game and you watch him or you watch him live is he just gets it done and it might not be you know pretty it's definitely no chase young <laughs> but uh he definitely he he gets it done and i think he's going to be one of those kind of uh long-term players but i i do think he'll be consistent i just don't i don't see him being a, a top pick like we kind of maybe thought he would so um, uh, yeah. I, I'm not so much worried about, about his 
uh, combine testing. Fair, fair. Yeah, I think Jeremiah was like, uh, I think he'll test better at the at his pro day. I think he's just trying to save his basically his top fifty because he's his number two uh, defensive lineman or defensive end mm-hmm. in AJ Vanessa. So yeah, well, I, I don't know, man. I'll be honest, he dropped a lot on me. The tape's still good, you know, and in the right system with the right guys around him, you know, he's maybe he's not quite as athletic as we wanted, but I mean, maybe he just tested bad. Like you said, Jared, earlier, I mean, Orlando Brown, you know, he tested bad, he dropped, and that's power to the team that drafts you, you know what I mean? So, yep. Epinesa, somebody who, somebody who last week had Epinesa off their board might be pulling that magnet back out and sliding it back up there today. Like, all right, boys, yep. we're back in it. Okay, well, let's pull Steve in here. Let's find out what we did wrong. <laughs> find out what we got right. So, uh, Steve, pop in here and let us give us a little update. Okay. Uh, well, we were earlier Steve before Schiff. the show, we were talking about uh, Javon Kinlaw and, and a few other guys. Uh, he chose not to participate in uh, the combine because he's still uh, – he's finishing up some rehab on a knee tendonitis. He's hmm. uh, He was also talking about uh, how he was – He's not even supposed to be there, and he sounds really humble in all everything that he's saying there. Interesting. Um, we had uh, Kenneth Murray. Uh, he had tweeted out about how he was solid after the hamstring injury. He was uh, just a little adversity, nothing he wasn't used to. There we go. Good attitude. Cool. I did not see anything more about Patrick Queen yet. Yeah, but Like His- you guys were saying, you said uh, he was all right. His looked a lot less dramatic, and it happened towards the end of his run. <clears throat> so I think maybe he just slowed down on it funny or something. I don't know. Murray looked – I mean, I, when Murray did it, I was like instantly my head's going top to bottom worst case scenario. I was like, oh, crap. I was like, maybe it's his Achilles. And I was like, okay, maybe he pulled a hamstring – like tore a hamstring. I was like, okay, maybe he just pulled it. I guess, he, I guess he got an MRI and everything looks okay. All right. Akeem Davis Gaither, he's uh he's having foot surgery for a stress fracture in his right foot. Dang. Uh he played with the injury throughout the, the season. And uh, I guess oh, the surgery dang. is gonna be happening in Green Bay on Tuesday, and they're looking at six to eight weeks recovery time. hundred tackles with a broke foot, huh? Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> I'll take it. I'm, I'm, I'm you know me, I'm a fan of that kid. He's a baller, so yeah, we're a fan of uh, Akeem Gaither's Davis on this show, John. He's one of our Davis dudes. Gaither. Davis um, Gaither, yeah. Troy Dye, um, he underwent arthroscopic surgery to repair damage on a partially torn meniscus. Injury uh, that uh, that injury occurred November 16th versus Arizona, where the hmm. Ducks creamed Arizona. When did he have the surgery? Uh, not sure when he had not the sure. surgery. Hmm. Um, wonder why he even went to the combine. It wasn't long ago, though. Yeah, it was just uh, recent. Let me hmm. go ahead and take a look. And... Interesting. So, yeah, that's interesting because you definitely want to know what is going on with him because we expect him to – I think he obviously went there because to answer questions. Hey, yeah. I'm okay. Yeah, well, yeah you got well, You know. That, that's that's um, sad, though. But but I mean, those you... several of the guys I wanted to see test the most with Davis Gaither and – um, die. Chase Young. Well, I think Chase Young is. I'm, he'll be all we, right. We already said this. We, we talked about this a couple weeks ago. If you know you're going to be a top five draft pick, 
are you really going to do anything? I mean, the only big thing in Dan Jember, I brought this up, a bunch of people brought this up. Both the Bosa brothers tested the combine. They didn't test great at the combine. They were still, you know, top draft picks. So uh, Nick Bosa did not have a good 40 time, but I don't care about that. So when, yeah. for that position, personally, um, I want to know what your 10 second split is. So your yeah. first 10 yards, I want to know what your 10 yard split is. So, yeah. Well, um, did you check on um, where not here? I jumped to 41. I'm going to check on that because I, I think he jumped to 41 inch vertical. I, I, all I saw was 39 inches. Everything mm. okay. I was, I'm, was 39 inches. Even third, I mean, 39 is ridiculous. Let's be real here. So, we got the uh, the defensive Detroit, back going out Detroit today. Dye, uh, Detroit Dye uh, surgery was last month. Last month, okay. So he, okay. that's why he didn't do anything. He's still just in rehab, probably. I still think he's going to be a he's going to be a steal, probably in the second, third round for somebody, just because watching him, he looks, yeah, I think he's staying healthy for sure. Yeah, he looks like a beast. Well, we got the defensive backs today: um, Delpit, Winfield, um, Duggar. All these guys will be IDP relevant. We could have had uh, Isaiah Simmons out there today in a different world. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, you saw what you wanted to out of him. If, they want, if he wants to play, if somebody drafts him to play safety, he's playing safety. I see a lot but, of comps to Derwin James for him. Yeah. He's just <laughs> as fast. So, well, I, just think, I think he plays linebacker. I guess this so. is a. Uh, Getting towards the end of the show, unless you guys have any more comments. John, do you have any uh, any other comments or, uh, you know, commentary or thoughts on this IDP class or, you know, anything you want to tell our audience before we get out of here? No, I, I thank you guys for having me on. I uh, apologize for a little bit of the uh, uh, technical difficulties with the mic. But, um, yeah, I mean. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> I love what you guys are, uh, are doing. And I'm excited to watch the uh, DBs today and kind of uh get the combine over with so we can really ramp up these twitter takes and uh oh yeah (laughs) get everything fire them up it's time to go to war dude tomorrow morning it's the you know helmets on battle axes out people are going to be ready to fight yep i'm ready for it (laughs) all right the army will be in full swing tomorrow so that's for sure yeah well, guys, give John a follow at Glosser13. He, like I said, he writes over at Dynasty Nerds. That's the, that's the uh, the hub for some of my writing work too. Obviously, we're you know supported by ExpandTheBoxWord.com. We look that's where we get all of our stats and stuff. We thank them as always for supporting us. Uh, they took Steve and I down to the Senior Bowl this year, where we got a chance to meet some of these guys. Um, we still have some of those interviews from the Senior Bowl. We got I was actually listening to some of them yesterday. I got Ken Law. Devon Hamilton, we still haven't put up. I was listening to Gallimore. We might, I might try to put Gallimore on the end of this episode, guys. If not, it will be on the end of the next episode because it's a good one, um, and we're big fans of him. So keep an ear out for that, and follow us on, you know, the YouTube. Give us a subscribe. Follow us on Instagram, on Twitter. Um, you know, all of our handles. They all pop up throughout the show. So that's all from me. If you guys don't have anything else, Jared, you know, give us the old closing out. I appreciate it, uh, John. Again, thanks you for popping out and having a good show with us. And until next episode, let's go, let's go. In a wormhole, probably about to burn. In a white tunnel, are you ever going to learn? See a land, probably going to merge. Going to be dead laying in the dirt.
funny how you smart, but you still a nerd. Play your part, girl gon' turn.